Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We just did that thing again that we do. Which is what? We were talking for a million years before the intro, and then we didn't press record until about 10 minutes. That's in. exactly what I'm talking about. And the other part is that Dante probably recorded the whole thing and had us on tape the whole time. Dante, I'm, I'm telling you, Rana, I hope it's when we pass. But he is going to sell these tapes. From for- this earth to the, to the next plane or Correct. whatever it's called. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And our guest today, by the way, is very Kabbalah, so maybe she has something to say about I'm that. I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be a short intro, because the guest that we have today, we this have to spend premiere. every minute we possibly can with. Sandra Barnett. Uh, I can't even believe it. I don't even know. I want to find out how she got in here. What happened? How the how hell she did she got find- in here? You know, she's like my, I'll tell, I'm not going to tell her, but I'll tell you that she's like my comedy idol. I love her. Well, I think you should tell, because I think who doesn't want to hear that compliment? I mean, I guess, but does that sometimes make people feel old? Well, every time you hear it, does it make you feel old? No one's ever said it to me, Rana. Oh, hmm. doesn't make me feel old. When people say it to you, all the time. I have to say, there was a thing that happened. But somebody did call me Sage on Instagram the other day, and I was absolutely. Did you lose it? Almost went through a window, and Carrie Fink pointed it out to me. They did this. They quoted me. I said something about how I'm not for everyone, but if, I, if this is what you're looking for, look no further. Basically. Well, I got to be honest on that episode with Mitch, um, yeah. whatever I can't yeah. remember his last name, but when, when, uh, Sean Silpa. Oh, right. Yeah. When someone called you numinous, I thought you were going to take it as an insult. I was shocked you didn't. Well, because I didn't know what the word meant. No, I, I know, but even after up. you found out, I thought that you were going to take it as like, oh, they're calling me old. They're calling me old. No, I well, old in the sense that you know, uh, Mary Magdalene's old or something like that. You know, they were she they is were, very old at this they, point. They, they were calling me 900 years old. Or, I wonder or how old she was when she died. Old. I hope she was young. I mean, that's a horrible thing to say. That's what you want for her, though. You want her to be frozen in time. Beautiful. I mean, because she had to be so yeah. pretty. I want her to be like that, that. Is one of my favorite. Uh, is it is that what it is? The ecstasy of is it Benini? Yeah. Yeah. Is it Mary Magdalene, the ecstasy of Mary Magdalene? I think it is, yeah. We better look that up if I get it wrong. Gojo. She was quite a number. All the way up my behind and out through my mouth if I get that wrong. Can I tell you what the worst (laughs) casting I ever saw was? Oh, of Jesus. And Bancroft playing Mary Magdalene. Was it in um, History of the World Part Two? No, it was in a drama. Oh, I would have liked it if it was in History of the World Me too. Part Two. I love. I actually love I would, that movie. I would have liked to have seen Madeline Kahn play Mary Magdalene. 
Me too. Oh, God, yeah. what a I treasure. I would like to see Marilyn, Madeline Kahn play anything. Me too. I oh. feel like our guests will agree with that. Your comedy idol is Sandra Bernhard. Mine was Madeline Kahn. What do you think She's, of that? I think that's right on the money. Yeah. She's brilliant. People always say to me, you must love Joan Rivers. And I think, sure, but I love Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn was it. Unbelievable. And what, Ronna, we have and a, what few- a classy dame. Who? Madeline Kahn. So she was like a class act. She yeah. really was. So beautiful. That yeah. monologue that she does in Paper Moon. Ugh. She's talking, uh, uh. Every, everything about it. Okay, we've got some comments here. I better read this one because people are upset. This is from 808, need I say more? Ugh. 808, where's that? Is that uh, Orange County? No, that's 805, isn't it? Ooh, let's see what 808 is. I feel like it's somewhere fun. The Hawaii? Uh, it is? Yeah, Honolulu. Ha, huh. 808, need I say more? The subject is in all caps. QVC is the devil. Oh, God. Brian, I've been where you are and get out now. I had my favorite hosts, would laugh at their jokes, and watched how a huge plastic Coke bottle piggy bank would be the perfect gift for anyone in my life. I don't life. think Ronna knows about my addiction, and now I'm really- For 30 minutes straight. They are not your friends. Sending you good energy in this troubling time in your life. Sincerely, Julie. Well, what the hell does that mean? I thought they were going to say there was something completely unethical about them. You just mean because you couldn't control your bank account? That's on well, you, 808. I mean, she's, you know, she's telling you that you have an issue is what she's telling you. Well, I mean, you know what? What she's telling you. I needed yeah. a knife sharpener. I'll tell you that. And this one looked really, because my kitchen isn't enormous. This one looked really, like I could stow it away very simply. How does it work? You do the blade. And it's electric. Uh-huh. And then, of course, I got my philosophy triple acid peel I'll do once a week. Uh, that was a new purchase. I got my shelving system a while ago. I mean, things uh-huh. are going great over here. I got my Ar- Josie Marin Argon Oil. Rana, don't you dare say a word about oh, it. Oh, they sell that at Sephora. Yeah. Yeah. So things are going great with me. Yeah. No, I've used Josie Marin's Argon Oil before because I got it as a, you know when Sephora gives you a sample? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I didn't mind it. I mean, okay, it's not good. something I probably would have committed to. As, oh, you would you have know, committed same, if you had got same. a super size. I was going to say, would you get a gallon of it or something? Basically, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, next. Okay, next. Here we go. So this one is from. I guess it's going to be Ooh. here in 30 seconds. No, I know. So I'm going to say it right now. Straight to the point, scrumptious. This is from, from, this is from mm-hmm. Bi- Big Dick Perkins. Yeah. That's Why their Instagram handle, too. Straight. This sounds familiar, actually. The name does. Straight to the point. It's simply the best podcast I've listened to in years. Haven't missed an episode. Part therapy session. Part comedy concerts. Comedy that's from, concerts. That's from a just Still like that. Still the best. Che Diaz. We have to get Che Diaz on. As we got to get Che Diaz. Not Sarah Ramirez. I want Che Diaz on. But we should get Che Diaz on a day where no one wants to hear anyone anything funny. Yeah. It probably won't resonate with anyone looking for warm and fuzzy as Rana can be wickedly honest, but she's always thoughtful and gracious and not to mention stunningly elegant. Considering most podcasts take a year or so to find their feet, this one hooked me instantly. The the insightful advice almost always goes beneath the surface and mischief maker Brian will inevitably reveal something hilariously unique or human that will stay with me for days. Rana, Brian, and the team, especially the dreamy Dante. Huh. Do great work, and I'm so proud to be a chip from the jump. Much was, love to all involved. 
really enjoying that compliment until it was undercut with the Dante news. Sure. Yeah. White linen pants. That is honestly maybe my top favorite <laughs> handle ever. You should see Cody on the when he's on the bike. He loves reading everybody's uh, names. He loves a uh, funny oh. name. Rana. Yeah. I don't understand how to say this headline. You might though. I know a mensch and Anne, and then what's the rest of it? I just saw you go to your ear. Pardon me. Like you were hosting uh, the Oscars. <laughs> Breaking I say news. You go to your name. A mensch and an eschet chale, as I, I believe how you say. Okay, here we go. A mensch and an eschet chale is the um, a, headline. A, a right, a virtuous woman. A, a, a perfect, a kind, good man and a virtuous woman. Wonderful. You're in good hands with Brian. With Rana, you were in the finest, soft, smooth, mm. supple, manicured hands. Excuse me. Hands that reared reared the world's best son, Jordan. True uh, words. That are now caring for the world's best baby, Steve. I so do want to point out Steve is not even walking yet. Steve is not he's not walking yet. It's true. Steve's delayed. She's not walking yet. And that need not throw punches because when you have a tongue as sharp and witty as Rana's, fools are stunned and bullies melt into puddles of shame. Wow. If only there were more more than five stars to give, I'd give a million. Kiss, kiss. Literally, the only thing this person said about me was you're in good hands with Brian. It could mean you know anything. What? I'm not running for office. No, I mean, it could mean anything. You're in good hands with Brian. I mean, what does it really mean? It means nothing. It's a pl- empty platitudes, Rana. Empty yeah. platitudes. They're just trying to keep you happy on the side over there. In your sidecar. They're trying to keep you in the sidecar. They don't want you to drive the motorcycle. Well, here's what I want people to understand. You need to start being more inventive with appeasing me. Yeah, though I enjoyed making bullies melt into puddles. I thought that was pretty, that was a pretty gorgeous. good turn of phrase. Yeah, that was yeah. gorgeous, Rana. You know you would be unstoppable if you ran for office. I I would do anything to see you in a debate. I know, but then it's like, well, who do I have to debate them. against? Lauren Bobit. You know what I mean? I mean, I can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who wants to deal with that? She was She's, wearing. Ugh. Silk satin at the State of the Union last night. Some kind of satin cape. I mean, she's awful. Just disgusting. what trying to. She looked like she was going to some sort of, I don't know, a chicken, rub a chicken dinner. She, <laughs> <laughs> she was like those people at like. You know what she is? She's a Yahoo. She's a total Yahoo. Yeah. She was like those guys on The Bachelor who didn't really make an impression. And then in the men tell all that they so clearly want to go to bachelor in paradise or something. So they start like screaming and acting up just to get yeah, screen just time. To That's get, just, just to be kept. Yeah. And exactly. all it does is undercut any ounce of respect anyone could ever have for her. Well, thank goodness for Sarah Palin. Cause she was the gateway drug to Lauren Boebert. She Ma- was Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor green. That's how we got those. Can bozos. you imagine being budget Sarah Palin? <sighs> like the knockoff Sarah Palin. I still want to know what happened with that baby. She supposedly gave birth on a private plane. I'll never, or not on the plane, but taking the plane yes. from Arizona. I don't buy any of it. I don't either. And I want to know how her lawsuit is going with the New York Times. It's not going well. For who? For her. Yeah. I think it got thrown out. Oh, it did? Okay. Oh, I think so. Yeah. That's good. Uh, ah! Is she here, Dante? Let me okay. put my finger to my ear. Rana, this just in. Okay, I'm listening. Yes, you could have been a weatherman. Oh, you would have been with your flourishes. You, you know what? Terrific. Thank you. Yeah, Sandra Bernhardt is in the room now. Are you what? What did you do to prepare? Did you take a beta block or something? Because you have to be professional. 
during this interview. I know. I have to tell you, I'm locked. You really don't have to be professional. You could be as uh, unhinged and as cuckoo crazy. I am duct taped around my legs and I have a seatbelt in my chair. (laughs) I mean, this is, I keep doing making you dreams come true on this podcast. It does seem so. Yeah. I can't wait for this. It is a bit of a make a wish situation. Without further ado, what I would describe her as nothing short of an icon. I totally, she's an American treasure. If you're my kind of American. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, mine. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, I always get in trouble for saying that. Everyone. Everyone. Sandra, Sandra Bernhardt. Bernhard. Brian. Rana. I noticed your hair is looking thick and luxurious. Listen, it's not the only thing that. It is, Rana, and I appreciate that very much. My hair is become Maine. And by that, I mean mm. it's thicker, fuller, healthier. 80 million men and women in the U.S. experience thinning hair, yet it's still not openly talked about, which mm. is a shame. We should talk about it. We're yeah. going to right now. Normalize thinning hair. Correct, because it can be very stressful. It can be even scary. True. And the sort of stigma of it, and they're not talking about it, just adds to the problem. Yeah. I use Nutrafol. You want to know why, Rana? Because it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's proven to work. And it's formulated with potent botanicals to help your hair grow as strong as you are. And it's physician formulated to be 100% drug-free. And does it work? Yes, Padme. Yes. It's natural. It uses botanicals. It deals with whole body health even. And on top of thicker, stronger hair without lasers and without chemicals, Nutrafol's ingredients may also help you get a handle on better sleep, stress response, skin, nails. A little thing I like to call libido. What? Libido. Oh. Visit Nutrafol.com and take their hair wellness quiz for customized product recommendations that put the power to grow thicker, stronger hair back in your hands. When you subscribe, you'll receive monthly deliveries so you never have to miss a dose. Shipping's free. You can pause or cancel anytime. Does it work? Yeah, it does. In clinical studies, Nutrafol saw thicker, stronger hair growth with less shedding in three to six months. And you've seen it yourself, haven't you? Of course I have. Whether you're experiencing thinning or not, you deserve hair as strong as you are. Nutrafol can help you achieve your hair growth naturally. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going mm. to Nutrafol.com and using promo code Brian. With a Y. Thank you. To save $15 off your first month's subscription. Wow. This is the best offer available anywhere. And it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, Rana, free shipping on every order. Wow. So get $15 off. I use Nutrafol. That's why this is good. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, for hair as strong as you are. Fabulous. If I had a penny for every person that calls me and says, Rana, do you know a? I mean, somebody texted me today and said, do you know a great back doctor? 
Well, because okay. of Dr. Bob, Rana, they expect you to get them in somewhere. Because of my history with Bob being one right. of the top, top doctors in all of Boston and the world, I don't mind saying, mm-hmm. at the MGH. Not to mention what beautiful care I take of myself. People are always coming to me for a recommendation. And you know where I'm going now? Tell me, Rana. Zoc Duck. I got to tell you. It's easy. It's pain-free. You try calling a doctor's office and making an appointment who takes your insurance and see how long that takes. That's all I'm going to say. Forget it. It takes forever, Rana. Finding and booking a doctor who's right for you does not need to be a terrible experience, okay? Mm -hmm. Will they take your insurance? Do they understand your needs? Are they going to be available when you need to see them? ZocDoc handles all of this for you. I'm telling you. It's Z O C D O C, by the way. That's how you spell it. Doc. And it's a free app, Rana, that shows you doctors who are patient reviewed that take your insurance and are available when you need them. Rana, do you say insurance or insurance? I say insurance. I grew up saying insurance. Because now I say insurance. Because I'm from Texas. That's right. Yeah. So people need to go to ZocDoc.com slash AskRana and download the ZocDoc app for free today. Mm -hmm. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor. Many are available within 24 hours. How are, who can Come get an appointment on. within a day, Patty? It's me. impossible. It's impossible. That is Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash ask Rana, pardon me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this couldn't be easier. And, and by the way, Rana, you can set up a visit in person or over video, depending on what's going on with you. Which I absolutely love. I mean, yeah. every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. I'm not mm-hmm. kidding. And we're, mm-hmm. we're one of them, Padme. Come on. ZocDoc.com slash Ask Rana. Go sign up today. It's a ter- This is one of those things. There's an app for everything now. Yeah. And when you hear about this, you think, oh, that's something I really need. Did, I mean, Rana, probably when you were growing up, you had to like ride a horse or something to the doctor, right? Kiss, kiss. Ah, did you hear that? I love that sound, Rana. I absolutely love that sound. That is the new Shopify cha-ching. Love it. Every time I hear that sound, I get so excited because not only do I know that I'm supporting entrepreneurs and Mm. all the fabulous small businesses that use Shopify. Totally. I know that I'm Mm going to, I am going to be communicated with in such a way that makes me so happy to be a customer. Yeah. That is truly what I love about Shopify. No kidding. They keep track of it every step of the way. Rana, and we're familiar with Shopify even beyond that. Pardon me. Yeah. We use Shopify for our coffee. We certainly do. So our customers absolutely know what it means to get a perfect customer service experience in terms of here's the minute you bought it. Here's the minute the package went out. Here's right. where it is, et cetera, et cetera. It's all there and it's so easy. Transactions are so much easier for the, from the consumer side when you're buying something on shop. I mean, I am always, I breathe a sigh of relief when I know I'm buying something on shop because all my information's already in there. It's so easy. Just a one-click pony. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. Okay, so upstarts, startups, established businesses, whatever, can sell everything from everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. That's why 
as an entrepreneur myself, Brian. Sure, yes, you I, are, Ron. I know you can relate because you're also an entrepreneur. Well, I'm also one, so yeah. I can't recommend Shopify enough for your business. If you're thinking about getting your business online, getting everything organized, giving your customers an incredible start-to-finish customer service experience, seamless, I'm telling you, Shopify is 100% the service for you. Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses, pardon me. I wish I had stock in that company. Come on. From first sale to full scale, as they like to say. Cute. And they do all kinds of integrations with apps, so you can shop through Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, you name it. All the hits. They give you all the insights. I'm on uh, Shopify every minute checking out the coffee sales. I can see who bought. I can see where my favorite thing is you can see where in the country who's visiting your store. Oh, somebody in South Dakota is thinking about buying the coffee. Amazing. So go to shopify.com slash askrana. That's all lowercase for a free 14-day trial. Come and get on, full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. For instance, let's say Showstopper Cookies was looking to get on Shopify. Ah, This would babes. be the moment. Yep. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash askrana right now. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something, you can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Wait a minute. Rana, this is like, like literally my seatbelt is tied so tight around my waist because I'm going to jump out of my chair. <laughs> this is like No one can understand. Idol. No, wait a minute. This is absolutely, I'm trying to figure out how this happened. I'm trying to figure out if sometime in 1983, I slipped my number to Sandra in a bar in New York City. You have to understand, and Rana, that this I is coming go, home to roost now. That's what I I'm go wondering. to the Wallace every time she's in LA. I just saw her a couple months ago. I've seen every show I possibly can of Sandra Bernhardt's because she is it for me. I and as I said before, would... she's an American treasure oh. if you're my kind of American. And I don't think it would be going too far to say that she is your comedy icon slash idol. Is that going Ab- too far? Absolutely. It's not going too far at all. Ladies and gentlemen, Sandra, the one Sandra Jean Bernhardt. No, what's your middle name, dear? Gail. <laughs> Gail. Sandra Gail. Of course yeah. it is. Yeah. Sandra Gail. Gail. Of course, G-A-I-L. <laughs> and it was so funny because when I was little, I was a Gail Storm fanatic. You remember Gail Storm? I you don't. You, all right. Look up Gail Storm. She had a show called The Gail Storm Show. <laughs> <laughs> and with Zazu Pitts. Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Listen, you're laughing. You're embarrassed because you're not in the know. But these are comic legends. These are people that set the, the table for people like What us. network was Gail Storm on? If I had to make a, just an educated guess, I'd say CBS. Oh, I do know Zazu Pitts. Show. 
this was probably in this show was probably on in the late 50s, mid to late 50s. But I watched it, you know, when, you know, and I guess during the day when they repeated things reruns. back then. Reruns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Repeats, reruns. <laughs> so when I used to get to stay home from school when I was like five years old, I, I would be laying on my parents' bed and watching their black and white TV. The same TV that I watched um, Lee Harvey Oswald get assassinated on after. I know it's the same set. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's great. Well, it's great footage. Listen, those were great times because you know what? You were sitting and watching TV. There was nothing else to do. There wasn't all the distractions. It's true. And there are very few genuine surprises in life. And that had to be one. <laughs> that that Lee Harvey or, or that he was shot or that he shot well, by saw a Jew- it coming. And he was shot by a Jewish guy. I know Jack, that Jack Ruby. Me. Jack Ruby. I mean yeah. a oh, right. monster. A Dallas mobster. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing is so tawdry. I mean, yeah. you look back now and then you look at the, I mean, let's. let's when are they talk. just going to tell us? When do you think they'll just tell us? I don't know. It's it's, it's definitely sealed. The information is sealed. T- well, sealed I, but I, I think it's also sealed because it's completely anticlimactic. Do you think so? I you think, think it'll just the, be like, oh, that was it? I think it is the sort. I think it probably, I mean, I, look, I don't know. This is not one of my deep obsessions. So I'm not a total you know, not so about this. I don't know every detail like I do about the Holocaust, but my guess is it's a lot cheaper than you would think. And that the problem is that that was a time when, when, if you want to talk about American exceptionalism and greatness in the space program, et cetera, et cetera, that was a moment where America felt like it was really on the rise. And I think that the dirty truth is that maybe it was the mafia or something like that who could just, it was unbelievable that someone could just get their hands on the president like that, that there was still a small time happening inside of the big time, if that makes any sense. Speaking of hands, did you study Barbara Streisand's hands? Because the way you hold them is so, it's it's very Streisand-esque. Of course, you have a square nail. She has, I, I think back in the day, she had a more pointed nail. Well, it's more of a squabble, but yeah. Sandra. Is that a little, bit of a, that a little bit of a French tip, I see? It's, a, it's absolutely French mannequin, no question. That's my classic. What are you doing for your nails, dear? She was, um, you were a manicurist, weren't you? Don't look at my nails today. I see, I see my manicurist every two weeks on Friday morning, so I, I need a major overhaul. I'm in New York. My hands are dry. My nails are dry. Your cuticles. I, I like no, sandpaper. No, my cuticles are not dry. Why? But what my, are you using? Some kind of an oil on them? Well, you know, I, I I do try to like put a lot of lotion on before I go to sleep. And I, I bought this stuff. Um, I think it's from, from Switzerland. It's Or maybe it's Italian. It's a little pen with a little oil and you, it's like you push your oh, cuticle yeah. back with it mm-hmm. and it oils up your cuticles. Have I used it every night? Full disclosure? No. We're going to sure. need the name. We're going to need the name. Well, I'll get it for you. Tell me, tell me how you got to tell be with us. Tell me a story. Tell me Tell me how you got to be with us today because I understand yeah, what was that the we journey? have a, a brilliant young fan is what I Yes, understand. you do have a brilliant young fan. Her, she happens to be my daughter, Cicely, Ber- Cicely Bernhard. What she's a cute brilliant. name. She, yeah. And you know what? It fits her. She's a, she's a redhead. She has curly red hair. Oh. She happens to be brilliant. My mother was an abstract artist. It skipped a generation. And now she is a visual artist. Oh, cool. And um, she's pursuing, I, I think she's pursuing um, 
art and production design. That's that's sort of the direction she's headed in for film and television. Oh, production uh, design is fabulous. Yeah, and she has yeah. such an eye. She can walk into a room. This this used to be her bedroom. It's not anymore. It's our office. My partner, my girlfriend, her other mother, Sarah. Um, and she can just come into a room and just like put it together in an hour. You know, the paint, the drawings, the the the, the ephemera. The, the tchotchkes she just has an eye just like my mom well, did that's one of those things you either have it or you don't yeah. i don't i don't yeah i and don't production design if that is where she ends up going into film and in that sort of thing and into a more narrative bent is yeah. one of the few actually creative jobs on a movie or a tv set hello the mm-hmm. director the production designer the cinematographer yeah. And yeah. if and then if you have a very talented producer, the writer, of course, but that's they're involved to varying degrees, depending on whether it's a film or a TV show, whatever it is. But Correct. being a production designer and being a really committed production designer is an incredibly demanding job. But it is it is absolute magic when you when you encounter the right world builder, shall we say? Yeah, yeah. Can and I? She, she has the she has the stamina. She has the uh, wherewithal to do it. I think she could do it. Can I ask Sandra one question about Barbara Streisand really quickly? Ask are, they, are they friends? No. <sighs> no. I don't are think she's an- friends with many people. Are they enemies? No. I just, I, I grew up worshiping Barbara sure. Streisand. And the first time I met her was at a screening at the, um, I think at the um, Directors Guild, one of the, one of the uh, venues in During LA. Prince of Tides. Mm. I feel like it was in. I feel like it was in the eighties. Yeah. Okay. When I when I first met her, maybe yeah, it was the eighties because she was there with Don Steele, who used to be the president of Paramount sure. Pictures. Okay. Uh-huh. Famous so, f- famous for coming up with the McDonald uh, Star Wars glasses. She was the first person to do franchising Don Steele. Well, wow. I yeah. wouldn't put it past her. So I'm yeah. standing on a stair, and then Streisand's two stairs above me, and she's wearing a big hat. I said hi. <laughs> Hi, Barbara. I'm Sandra. I'm a huge fan. She looked down at me like, uh huh. She just looked at me like this. Hello. And yep. turned on her heels and walked away. There yeah. was no conversation. There was no interaction. There was no love. Sure. Now, what would you have done if someone said that to you, for instance, a handsome young podcast host or something like that? Oh, yeah. I would stop. We'd have a blast. We would laugh. We would talk. We would schmooze. I you mean, have to give people their moment. I'm ve- I'm actually quite curious what your opinion is as a person who has been famous and iconic for as long as you have been. And I'm just going to say that you don't have to agree with me and not agree with me, depending on whether you're an aw shucks type, whether you're a Stephen Breyer or whether you're not a Stephen Breyer. Uh, <laughs> how cute was that? That was the cutest thing I, I ever saw in my life. Him. It was pretty I mean, sweet. Yeah. He's a I, Supreme Court justice. And he was, who, me? Yeah. Touching his heart. I mean, so cute. I mean, <laughs> oh my God. Unbelievable. It oh. made me so sad that they were making him retire. If that's the kind of kindness that he brings to that sort of interaction, imagine how considerate he is in his work. But Can you imagine what is your opinion as an iconic, f- famous forever person about that moment when someone wants to say to you, you know, not just there are, of course, the autograph hounds who sort of, you know, any famous person, they'll bother them. But you can tell when somebody has something to say, because they're usually shaking when they say it. I always give them the space. I never reject it. Even when I'm flying down the street, walking my dog, somebody will come up, we'll stop, I'll talk, we'll schmooze. I give, I give love. I'm, I'm, 
you know, you can stand outside of yourself only so much and look at yourself and your life. And then, you know, then you're in your life, right? So yeah. you're, 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 you're doing your day-to-day shit. I mean, I go to the grocery store, I go to the bank, I do my thing. I like being out in the world. So when people say things, I'm like, oh God, it's, oh, wait a minute, I'm out of context, you know, and they're connecting with me and I love it. It's the best thing in the world. And it's a reminder of all the work and the excitement and the glamour uh, that you've put into your career. And then it's like, yeah, this is the payoff. I got to say, to first, my question about Barbara Streisand, which I wanted to ask 15 minutes ago, if I'm honest, Ugh. but I'll go ahead and get to it. Now. Uh, Brian, I'm done talking. I can have I know, the show, I know. Okay? I, I want to, first of all, of all, I want to say when you give Sandra a compliment like that, I have to say one of my favorite things that no other comedian does is. Uh, she do, she doesn't self-deprecate in her routines and it's it's so refreshing. She Thank doesn't you. go after herself. You don't put yourself down. It's yeah. it's so refreshing and it's something that is so rare, but that's one of my favorite things about your show is like you well, know that's what, what you when are. When I started in the 70s and I was 19 when I first started performing, I had come off the post-feminist wave, you know, and Ms. Magazine and 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 Gloria Steinem and Bella Abzug and the whole fight um for abortion gail like, storm gail storm yeah that's what i mean i'm going back that's going back to my childhood yeah yeah when you see all of the women that had to go oh i'll do this shtick one more time you know that yeah. yeah i'm so fat and my husband and i was like why would i even bother doing that it is a given i don't look like the girl next door but i've got something fabulous and special and I'm even when I don't feel good about myself, I'm never going to let the audience know that. I love it. I don't, I'm not going to beat myself up and, and on top of it, have them beat me up too. I mean, then, then none of the work that my sisters, that my mothers, my grandmothers have done are, are, are going to pay off if I'm going to just continue to pummel myself. No. So good. Okay. My Barbara Streisand question finally. Mm. And Ron has heard this a million times, but I want to get Sandra's take on it. So Barbara Streisand's assistant drives from Malibu to Santa Barbara every day to get Barbara the Santa Barbara the the Santa Barbara strawberry ice cream from McConnell's because Barbara Streisand only wants one pint at a time in her freezer. She doesn't want more than that because I think she might be afraid of what could happen. I want to know what is your opinion on that? Do you think that's do you think that's outrageous or do you think she's entitled to it? I think if you're paying somebody enough money. Sure. And, and they're into it and they're, and they're there to only work for you. And maybe they have nothing else to do that day. A nice leisurely drive up the coast. Why not? Why the fuck not? Totally. I'm back with, I would prefer chocolate so they wouldn't have to go to Santa Barbara for my accident. <laughs> right. You know, I, I, I want you to know every time he asks that question, I give the answer that you give. And he says, Ronnie, you're a monster every time. And now here you are. And he <laughs> I'll says, only take it from he Sandra. He says, Sandra, I think you're terrific. But, but Ronnie, you never put it in the way of like, if they're getting paid enough. And immediately we were talking about workers' rights off the, at the jump. So I'm all about it. What do you mean if they're getting paid? The assumption is they're getting paid enough to be at their job. They've got to do something from nine to five. Sure. I'd be thrilled to drive from Malibu to Santa Barbara every day instead of organizing her cat's clothes or something like that. That's <laughs> I mean, she's, you know, I don't want to have to go down to the mall under her house and That's start fair. stalking the fake stores that no one shops in. Fair enough. And yeah. now, did, you, did any one of you see that play about her, the fake store? Oh, but the buyer and seller or something? Yeah. No, I never saw it. I always wanted to. I didn't either. Yeah, it looked, it looked, it's so, it was such a weird thing to write a play about. 
but I, everybody I'm loved it, it, and I just yeah. couldn't bring myself to see it. Yeah, same. Now, wait a minute. Speaking of plays, Brian tells me that Sue Mangus was your agent. Yes, she was. Yeah. When she came, when she did her Tell last, us everything. her last um, circle around the sun at yeah. William Morris, um, 1988, 89, 90. And who um, else is on this roster at this time? Isn't that funny? I have no idea. Yeah. I don't remember. It, I don't remember. So she, she got me Hudson Hawk and she I'll was trying fall to out of this chair. She was trying to fight. She said, my darling, my angel, I want to get you a half a mil, but you got to believe in me and trust me. It's going to take some maneuvering. They need, they need your name on the marquee. And I said, no, no. Cause they were offering me less than that. Yeah. I, to this day, I kick myself. Why didn't I let Sue Mangers go and fight for me and get a, get me five hundred thousand dollars in nineteen ninety? What was I just didn't have the I didn't have the the the, the kishkis to, to go through. But it, it was also, know? I'm sure, a moment in your career where you were sort of saying, "No, no, no, I would do it for free if they'll give me the opportunity to work forever after this kind of sort of thing." Yeah, I mean, and it was a bomb, and it was a, a total. It was it was Bruce Willis's first bomb. Yeah. So Are you still very like, friendly with Bruce? I mean, if I ran into Bruce on the street, I'd be fine. I mean, I think yeah. he's a bit of a right winger. I, yeah, I adore yeah. Demi Moore. She's, you know. No, no. Jesus Christ. That's Bruce God. Willis. Oh it's Bruce Willis. He's it might be. It's some, it's some call from Texas. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. He heard She's, you. Uh, he you know you. what? You see, once when I I didn't know that, he went right. I mean, it doesn't shock no, me. No, I, I think I did know that. Yeah. yeah. I synced everything up. Now it rings on my. I'm sorry about that. You have so, to do the please. do not disturb. You want me to teach you how? Yeah, some other time. Yeah, I don't want to talk down in the middle of our interview. But I yeah, understand. I do know how to do that. But I'm I'm useless. It adds to the flavor. The it's color for sure. Uh, Rana, color, Rana. So wait a second. Tell tell me once, and then we're going to have to get into this because this isn't what this show is. This show isn't to make a wish foundation for Brian when he gets to ask you all the questions <laughs> he wants to ask you. That's not what this is. <laughs> this is where real, true, desperate people write in because they need advice and they have nowhere else to turn. Yep. Great. Okay. I want to know, uh, your daughter, so your daughter listens to the show and she said to you, mom, you got to do this show. Yeah. And then she showed me some of it or uh, yeah, because you, you also. We do were, videos of it and stuff. Were, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, she's she in the Patreon. It. She's in the Patreon carriage house then. Yes, she might be. Yes, yeah. She's a yes. CHIP. <laughs> is it, C- is it Sicily like the island? No, it's Sicily like Sicily Tyson. Oh, oh lovely. pretty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fun to sign on a check. Right? Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's a beautiful. Does she have a middle name? Yes. It's it's Moroccan. Yassine. Ooh, that's beautiful. pretty. It wow. means a, a, um, girl with a beautiful smile and messenger of good news. She's late. The last time she told me she she's, hated it. And she's neither know. of those <laughs> things. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> That's what you should tell the next time she gives you a hard time to say, you know what? Change it. Cause you're neither of those things. You haven't, you haven't, you haven't lived up to any of this. You know, the thing, about, this. The, the thing about a baby is you name a baby and you hope you cross your fingers. Yeah. But that's why you have to really look deep into your own gene pool when you name a baby. Because if you give them too much, if you hand them too much, you're so they right. can't carry it through the rest. That's of That's why lives. Sandra Gale was a no brainer. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Gale is funny, but you're so much more than a Gale. Your yeah. mother played it safe on Gale. <laughs> right. Let me ask you, do you have a Hebrew name? 
Uh, I do. Yeah. My Hebrew name is Shoshana. Beautiful. Oh, did you choose it, or that is what Sandra translates to? That's what I was named when my when my dad and my grandfather took, named me at, at Shul in, in Flint, Michigan. At when Beth, you had your name at Beth Israel, when I had my name. They Excuse named me, me Shoshana Gershon. Like I was like, so I had to have my middle name removed. Such a man's name. But I said, wait a minute, maybe I'm ahead of the, maybe I'm ahead of the curve. Maybe I was gender bending before anybody. Yeah, even maybe they knew something it. about your energy that you didn't know. Exactly. Yeah. So who am I to say? The kids at the Kabbalah Center t- took the middle name out. What did they do with it? They stole it and, and put it in their bank account. Sandra, we are here because yeah. people have written in with genuine questions who True. need our help. So right. we are going to go through two or three questions, give our advice the best we can. We know we're not therapists, but I will say that you and Rana seem to be numinous people, a word I just learned, oh, here we go. which means having the quality of having a good spiritual sense and also being deity-like. Ooh. We'll say that. Numinous? Numinous, numinous. like luminous. luminous with an N. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Okay. I have to be honest, I didn't vocabulary. know the word till last week, and I think it means old. But no, it doesn't. I don't like it when people refer to me <laughs> as having giving sage advice. I don't like the implication of that. I could have well, given the same advice when I was 11 as I give that's, now. Well, that's I'll tell you that. I'm an old soul. You don't have it or you don't. That's right. You have it or you don't. I call it shtetl clairvoyance is what I call it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so listen. You just speak from the hat. You're yourself. You give whatever advice you want to give, and it okay. doesn't matter how they take it. They wrote right. in here. They put themselves out there. We People ask questions here. We answer them. Okay? Love it. Love it. Okay. Here's the first one. Here we go. Got it. Dear Ms. Glickman, Mr. Safi, and guest, the phenomenal Sandra Bernhardt. My wife and I bought a house this past summer, and we have a dog conundrum. The Mm. old owners of our house had two small terriers, and the neighbors on either side of us currently own the siblings to these terriers. Apparently, our lawn and driveway used to be the gathering spot for all the dogs. Though we have lived there since July, the dogs are still given free reign over our yard as if the old owners were still here. The neighbors don't supervise or leash their dogs. Thus, our yard is constantly full of tiny piles of terrier excrement. Uh And the neighbors make no effort to clean it up. These dogs are all 13 years old, so they aren't long for this world. However, my wife and I are sick of seeing canine fecal matter every time we go outside. Do we let this go since these dogs will be dead soon? Do we start our own life in this neighborhood by being those neighbors who cause a fuss over dog poop? For reference, we are not dog people. No offense, Sherman. That's my part-time dog. Please help us with this shitty situation. XX Kelly, she, her. Kelly, I would suggest that you just suck it up. Get a, get a shovel, get a bag, scoop of a little bit of crap and call it a day because what are you going to do? They're animals. I mean, you're going to punish the animals sure. if they're sweet and they, and they, and this is their, their, their routine and they're comfortable. Have a little bit of empathy for the animals and just, yeah, it's not your first choice. I mean, unless you want to ask your neighbors to maybe come over every couple of days and clean the poop up or maybe share the responsibility. I think that would be fair, but 
Well, I don't think it's causing any big ruckus is worth Because I think the danger here is you're not dealing with one set of neighbors. You're basically alienating everyone that lives around your house. Well, exactly. Yeah, you're surrounded you're, by these people. Yeah, and then you've got you to keep living there. What's the, you know, there's just sure. no, there's, it's a lose-lose. Yeah. Rana? <sighs> it's very tricky because ultimately everyone knows where the dog shits, Okay. Everyone knows. There's nothing yeah. worse to that me than so when you're crude, on Lana. a walk that is and so you crude. see a pile of dog do on the sidewalk and you think those people that oh I do the do the pat their chest like they forgot a bag. Because oh, they, they think, do the whole do, routine they think of dogs yeah. are supposed to be able to just go to the bathroom wherever they want to. And the answer, of course, is that the dog owner always knows when the dog stops the leash, goes to the bathroom everybody's life stops for two minutes and then, and then they move on. And that is your opportunity to be a citizen of the world and to pick up after your dog. So these people know if they're only cleaning up four piles of dew a week, they know the other seven are happening at somebody else's house. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. And so this is is a given, but there is an element of disrespect going on from the old neighbors to the new neighbor. True. But it is true. So the dogs may not last much longer, but you do have to live with those people for a while. Yeah. That's so the problem. They got it, you, you know, they kind of got you by the by the balls here. Mm-hmm. Well, you could ring the doorbell. It's not great. I'm and not saying I would want to do it. <laughs> With with uh, this week with this week's harvest, no. just throw it right, just, pelt them with it. Well, yeah. one thing. Well, that honestly is an idea: is that mm. you could just collect it all for a week and leave it on the doorstep and say, "I think yours, your you're, package I think got you're delivered to something. my house." Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and with, house with the New York Times, there you go. Yes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you could ring the doorbell and say, "You may not even be aware of this." First of all, I love you, dog. He's so cute. Da, 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 da. I don't mind at all that they're running through the yard. I know that they used to it. It's fine with me. I love it. I love getting a little visit from Spanky or whatever the dog's name is. <laughs> but I have to be honest with you. Sometimes he leaves me a gift that I haven't asked for. Mm-hmm. And if it isn't too much trouble, I wouldn't mind if every couple of days you guys came by and cleaned up after. But Ronnie, she's going to have to do that to like three sets of neighbors. How many dogs are we talking about? Well, didn't she say that there's siblings on either side plus the originals? The originals was it, were at their house. Oh, I That's see. That's how oh, this I see. started okay. to happen. Okay. So we're dealing with like two names. So, so then, okay, then I my addendum Oh, wait, is, hold on a minute. Hold on. They have people on either side of them that also have two dogs. So there's four dogs coming over? I think so. I think wait. so. That's why, that's how I read it. I'm pretty sure. Let's see. Okay, this is excessive. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it is, it is, um, the neighbors don't super. Yes. So neighbors on either side of us currently own the siblings to these terriers. So okay. there's at least, so like, there's a, at least one on either side. Could at least be two one dogs, could be four dogs. Oh my God. Now that's but, mine. But the problem is the people that are perpetrating it are not listening. So the people that are asking the advice can only do so much. I wish the people that had the dogs on either side were listening so that they could like maybe have a little more insight into what. Oh, you mean listening? You mean listening in life or listening to the podcast? Well, both, but mm-hmm. especially listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, because the former is an important point, which is something that we struggle with all the time. Which is when do you say something? You say something to people when you think they can receive what you're going to say to them. Otherwise, you're just asking for a frying pan to the face, you know, emotionally yeah. or otherwise. That might be yeah. literal, yeah. But 
I think you, you'd also say, I'm also going to speak to Joni or whatever the other neighbor's name is on the other side and ask her the same. Mm -hmm. And the person will probably say, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I had no idea that this was happening. Mm -hmm. And you say, I knew you didn't, because if you did, I'm sure you would have done something about it. Or you could do a classic eye for an eye. And go start taking the poop on their lawn. Shit on their lawns every morning and see why don't you get a couple of snakes and just release them onto (laughs) property you know oh my snake slithered over there he's just used to it where we lived before he used to slither for to the other neighbor's house so i hope you don't mind my snake or or, or a possum or a skunk oh god yes (laughs) two dogs two dogs from either side are going to the bathroom on her lawn I'm, I, I'm desperate to hear what, what the advice is that she takes and, and how this pans out. Let me, me know if there's a follow-up for this. We will. I'm curious, Kelly, how much, I'm curious how much poop it really is, though. If it's just a little poop, I agree with Sandra. Yeah. I like calling you Sandra. Thank you. Yeah. I do, I too. I like when Makes me think of 227 of Mary. She says, <laughs> Sandra. That was the name <laughs> of her character. Uh, okay. Good Shall luck. Move on? Good yes. luck is right. And I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think you could say something in a very friendly way with a basket and you could just say sort of like, oh, and there was a special ingredient in these muffins. Or you could just <laughs> deal with it. Well, there's, hopefully it's not a brand muffin. That's true. <laughs> that's true. You do have to think of the long term, though, in how you I deal know, with it. I know. That's what because sucks. Because it, it really is about your future as it's, part yeah, of this community. I mean, you've moved in. It's out of your hands. Yeah. Had you known, maybe maybe the, the realtor could have said something. We all wish that we had had a little more information before we signed on the dotted line, but mm-hmm. this but wasn't the, a, deal, a deal breaker. But you're but surrounded the, by potential hostility. Yes, but the other problem is these dogs are 13. These people are dog people. What do you think? There isn't another dog waiting in the queue they're behind yeah, those but, dogs? Yeah, but the bottom line is they're not. That once they get a new dog, that's the, the, the deal's finished. That's true. It'll and be a new, course, maybe they won't do that anymore. Of course you could oh, put up a fence. Oh, wait a minute. Is there, is there, I was going to say, is there no fence between the yeah, property? I and mean, of course you could put up a fence. That's the other thing. Oh, fence. yeah, true. This is like a corridor that the two sibling dogs use to go. Yeah. Okay. The other well, I think, I think then at some point a fence might need to go up. And if yeah. that's, if that's offensive, so be it. <laughs> boundaries. Life is about setting boundaries. Sure. I agree. Yeah. Ron, I agree. Dear Veronica, Brian, with, now this we haven't seen done before, Brian. It's a, it's a parenthetical with a lowercase slash uppercase Y, so you could choose. So I'm Not Brian sure. with a Y, and I, people never write it in with a Y, and so I asked for them to start capitalizing the Y, but some days I like it, and some days I think they're pandering <laughs> and, and being condescending about it. So I appreciate giving me both options, and but I think you, don't you are like seen. The- yeah, I don't. I would think you didn't like both options. I think you no, like- I like it right now because it's the first okay. time. Yeah. Okay. Long time listener, first time advice seeker. First, thank you both so much for the joy, compassion, and straight shooting advice you provide. My question, and I promise to keep it concise. These people, Sandra, they write novels to us. All yeah, the I bet time. they do. Of course, they, they just want to be heard. That's all. Yeah. I think they feel better after they write the letter. They don't care what we say afterwards. You know what? But Honestly, that's a good I, I think point. It's, I, but I think it's fun when they hear it read on on air. They do, and sure. they know that you took the time to like read the whole thing and not, you know, truncate it. Yeah, I think of this also. Well, I don't believe in a truncated letter letter because the answers are always inside the letter. So you need the whole. Isn't letter. that the truth? Yeah. 
it's the act of writing the letter that's, that's the question, if you will. Because often we answer the question they didn't ask us. We answer the question that we could read in the letter. Not can, everyone can. can be Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, so true. Yeah. How does one go about announcing a divorce on social media? Is this even something I should be considering or is the very act of doing so tacky? My wife and I split up in the early fall after a nine-year relationship and three-year marriage. I initiated the divorce. Parentheses, maybe important question mark? Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe. Our compatibility issues, which in the beginning I thought made us complimentary, spelled correctly, I'm very impressed, okay. resulted in both of us not getting our wants and needs met in ways that worked for us. I feel how absolutely amicable this all sounds, isn't it? <laughs> uh, from his perspective, pardon me. Our families and friends are obviously sad for us and for themselves, and it has been a difficult few months, but I am happier than I have been in years, and however hard it has been, I know I made the right decision for myself. The divorce will be official soon, and there are still people who are in our lives who do not know yet. Not people I would reach out to tell specifically, but people I've been wanting to sleep with for 35 years. But old friends and acquaintances who fall, I added that, of course. Uh, but old friends and acquaintances who follow me on social media and who I've been thinking about sleeping with for the last 10 years. I have yet to post anything about the separation or divorce, which has resulted in several uncomfortable conversations, e.g. I posted about moving to a new place and several friends of friends messaged to ask where we were moving. Uh-huh. I love it. Do I eventually announce the breakup on Instagram? My ex does not follow me anymore. Excuse me. But some of her friends do. Is there any way to do it that wouldn't be crass or distasteful? Also, how long should one wait to post photos on social media with a new partner? So that's the real question, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is a two-step process. Yeah. Uh -huh. Two-prong question. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is the this is, you know put out the tester and then the assault comes afterwards. Yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Can I do that without making that the announcement? Thank you so much. P.S. Please don't use my name. Oh. I feel like the question is, I want to post a picture with someone I'm dating. Can I just go ahead and do that? Or do I need to do a pre-post about the breakup? And then my question back to them is, why do you need to post a picture of you and the new person you're dating to begin with? Why do you even care? And, and, and you had a 12-year relationship, three-year marriage, nine years together before that. It didn't work out. Who's to say that this new person who you've been dating presumably for six or eight months yeah. at the most, that's going to work out? So, you, so what is the point? Are you trying to like impress somebody? Are you trying to poke at somebody? Are you trying to make yourself seem more appealing? More, why don't you just blow the whole thing off? Why don't you not say anything? And if somebody's an important enough person in your life, that they'll call eventually and you'll say, yeah, so and, I, so and so and I got divorced. I'm sad. And oh, by the way, I'm dating somebody new. They seem really cool. And we'll see how it goes. And leave it at that. Why does everybody have to like announce things on social media? For I who? Feel, I feel like Instagram official used to be like sort of a cheeky slang. And now it's like real. Like people do feel compelled to sort of say, well, why aren't I on your Instagram? Or why are you yeah. embarrassed of me? I'm not on your yeah. social media. That it does seem to get realer and realer in a way that is bizarre. Well, then you shouldn't be with that person because any person worth their salt, it wouldn't even, it wouldn't even cross their mind that unless you announce it to basically a bunch of strangers that you're dating somebody, then you're not worthy of, you know, 
of of the relationship. It's just absurd. No. Well, I'm, I think I'm it's a bit. It. I I completely agree with you, but there is another thing to consider, which I'm delighted to say I don't have to participate in because I'm not 22 and a half. But I do think, and also by the way, I just did a quick search to figure out if this was coming from a guy or a girl, and it's coming from a girl. So okay. it was oh, two, it is two women that were married. Right. Oh my God! I so, look. You see. You see how like presumptuous. I assumed it was a guy. Talking oh, well, I to said it was a, a guy several different times. I said he. So it's not either of you that are being presumptuous. I was the one who did it. So let me fall on that sword for both of you. <laughs> uh, but there is something to the fact, and I, I think it's distasteful, and I think it's why in many ways the world is headed down a toilet. But there are a lot of people who live, young people live their lives on social media. And so it feels like a valid method of communication to your circle. It feels mm-hmm. like this is a daily gazette that you're publishing. And, that this is, and this is how people who you're friends with, who you haven't seen in person in however long, et cetera, et cetera, how they feel connected to you is by saying, oh, I just saw that Brian was in Cambria. Oh, my friend Brian was in Cambria. He went to this place, da, 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 da. And you think, well, you haven't had dinner with Brian in two and a half years, but they still feel that they're keeping up with. On the other hand, this person was in a nine-year relationship, so I feel that we can assume they're at least 30 probably. But the big question here, what, I mean, I completely agree, which is what are you trying to get out of this? But I also think that there's an underlying, none of this is as amicable as it sounds. If that person, I don't think you have to follow your ex. I think that's fine. But I think there's a bit of, this person wants people to know they're back on the market. That's why they want to post. They want people to know. Uh, they, they are dating somebody for sure already that they want to post about. But I think they're also open to a few other offers. And that that's what's going on here is they want to know, when can I start uh, put, putting, again, this is very old-fashioned, but when can I put the announcement in the newspaper that says I'm open for business again? Yeah. And it's tricky because that's how people meet people now. Is on social it's media. World, it's the world we're living in. Mm-hmm. So I, I you mean, sort of me, want to say down. it. So that then the, the schmear, do whatever you want. I, I don't give a fuck. I do wonder. <laughs> <laughs> date, don't date. <laughs> Hurt the person you were with, don't. I don't care. Right. <laughs> so on top of the fact that they're going to do it anyway, they're yeah. going to involve you because they think you're you guys are cool and the guest is going to be cool. So now they're going to be talked about, and then they'll listen to it. They go, oh, they talked about me, and now I can t-. I mean, they're, they're getting it all from every angle. They're getting their ass kissed, and that's what I resent. It's like I've spent way, <laughs> much, way too much time on this person. I think we've, we've decided that they should do what they want to do, and if they're tacky, they'll be tacky, and they're tacky, and that's all there is to it. Well, this you, <laughs> anonymous person. <laughs> Don't mention yeah. my name. I do think there is a weird ballet that you have to do of like, do, and Sandra, honestly, you can mute me. But is there, I wonder if there is like a delicate ballet thing you have to do of like, look, I maybe want to post that I'm open for business. I don't want to be disrespectful. And the, the truth of it is, is like, you're either going to post the post that you broke up or you're not. 
And um, and this if you do, it could hurt the other person. And no, if you this don't, is the problem with conscious uncoupling. Here's the situation: sure. when you break up with someone, it stinks. Okay, yeah. it stinks more for one person than it stinks for the other person. But it sucks. Sometimes all that's yeah. you, and sometimes that's them, and it stinks. And so, are there going to be people that are going to write to you and say, "Oh, I think that was so tacky that you blah 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 blah"? Sure, prepare to be criticized. But if this is something that you want more then you want to not be criticized, then go ahead and do it. There it is. But you have to walk out with your flak jacket on and say, I'm going to take some hits here. Mm -hmm. Or you can go on Tinder and this one and that one. You can wait for people to come to you and you can tell them what happened. Mm -hmm. And you should have already communicated to whoever was important to you in your life that your marriage was over. It's absurd. Who's left? That would only see it on on Instagram that matters enough in your life. You're right. The answer to that is the people that she wants to sleep with. That's Thank what the you. Answer now, is. And now it really, yeah. everything you said previously yeah. really hits home. Yeah. So work a little harder to find somebody to sleep with. Thank All right. You. We've got one more right, here. One more, which we're hoping that you're going to have some sage. Just kidding, Sandra. I would never say that to you. So I'll but- burn some sage. <laughs> there you go. Because by the way, this question is good for Sandra because she's worked in the beauty industry. Thank you. You're welcome. What is it? Lay it on me. Okay. Hello, Rana, Brian, capital Y. I like it. And beautiful guest. If applicable, it certainly is. Sandra Bernhardt. First of all- How could we tell someone it wasn't? True. Can you imagine? Oh, they mean if applicable, if we have a guest. Oh, I see. Not you two decide if the guest is good. (laughs) It's <laughs> First of all, I'm obsessed with both of you and this podcast. I'm a day one listener and live okay. for your Emily in Paris recaps, even though I've never seen one minute of the show. Yeah. Have you seen it, Sandra? We watched one. I had to turn it off. It made my skin crawl. I it get was it. absurd. As somebody who lo- adores and loves Paris and the fashion industry, yeah, it was a complete misrepresentation. Yeah, and yeah. I I didn't get I didn't get into the slipstream. Fair so enough. I'm I'm not a good person to talk. Report I back. need to know if you watched and just like that and what your opinion is. Oh, honey, yes, I did. And that was some good watching, honey. Yeah. When you some... when is your next comedy Enter- comedy concert? Amy. By the way, is it? Do you yeah, want to tell me when your next comedy concert is? <laughs> My next comedy concert <laughs> is <laughs> is at the West. Playhouse in Westport, Connecticut. It's oh, a terrific on, space. On March twelfth, this might I might be after the you've played this. Have you been no, performing all through be, the actually. pandemic? Um, I started to go back to shows. Brian came to my show at um, at the Wallace Annenberg early October. Mm-hmm. I was ready to do my annual Joe's Pub Christmas oh, extravaganza. Fabulous. Two days before. Boom, the bottom dropped out. Omicron. Omicron came through mm-hmm. and it canceled. So now I don't think I have anything on the books because I'm supposed to start shooting a TV thing, which I can't talk about oh, yet. Cool. yet that goes. So are you you're in LA, right? Um, this will Brian's in Los Angeles. I'm in Marblehead, Massachusetts. Oh. Yeah. Ever been? I don't know if I've been to Marblehead. Birthplace of the American Navy. I don't know what you're <laughs> what waiting are you doing? for. What are you doing up there? What am I doing? It's she lives from. there. She's from and there. And it's absolutely gorgeous and stunning. And why wouldn't I want to be surrounded by beauty? I, I couldn't agree more. It's just so unusual. <laughs> I'm not exactly your run-of-the-mill person, Sandra. I don't know if you've noticed. Well, I know this is true. Yeah. This but I'll true. tell you this. This is going to come out on March 8th. 
So Perfect. tell people to go see you at the Westwood Playhouse on March 12th. And it's all at, um, well, tell I mean, all the New tickets Haven are at your website and everything, right? Yeah, you got it. You got to my website. You can go to uh, westportplayhouse.org. You know, one of the, one of the, the yeah. comms. That's where they orgs. do the summer stock at Westport Playhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So they invited me out there and I was like, why not? Fabulous. What do I care? I, I could use, you know what I mean? It's, it'll, get, it'll be a good warm up. Sure. Get cool. the rust off the machine a little bit. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, like the carburetor. There you go. <laughs> I gotta say, Sandra, your when your version of summertime sadness that you did at the Wallace. This is, is what people need. If you've sad? never seen her live, you are out of your mind because it is not a as Che would put it in, and just <laughs> like that, it is not a comedy concert. It is except that it except that it is. It actually the, is a comedy concert in that it's yeah. Drop dead funny with the freshest, edgiest jokes you could imagine. And also this incredible voice backed by a band. I mean, it's a full show. My Sandy Land Squad band. Full disclosure, I'll only be bringing um, a piano player to the West uh, Westport Playhouse because I don't have time to to bring all that. It It sounds intimate. Intimate, fun, good enough. Maybe, Maybe if it's good enough for you, why wasn't it good enough for Adele? Exactly. Poor Thank Adele. You. So much stage fright and who knows what else. Bad yeah. stage fright and bad advice. Yeah. Well, what has happened to Adele? So she, had to, her- she canceled her Vegas shows. She, about a minute. Oh, I didn't know about before. that. What yeah. It was huge, huge. It was a minute Wait, Why before. did she do it? Just People stage had fright? Spent th- she said it was because a lot of the crew had COVID and, and the show wasn't going to be ready and that they had ordered something for the show that wasn't going to be some piece of the set, this, that. You're Adele. You want to know what the set is? Your mouth and your dress. That's the set. Uh, she okay? doesn't seem to care about anything. She's not moving. She's not like being, she's not being dropped from the ceiling. Like right. no. swinging on a, she on did a, have, a no, I think she had a, maybe a, a gospel choir backing her, something like that. But the point is you're Adele. People have pe- spent all of this money. Oh my God. I didn't, just when did this happen? get a spotlight. Just recently. I don't know. A month ago or something like that. Jesus. I but guess so I she hasn't rescheduled the shows yet. And all these people were already, I mean, it was two days before they were already on planes and this and that. Oh, but, no, I, but she has no, a history of stage fright. She no, has a history of stage fright. So. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, here we go. Hello, Ronna, Brian, and beautiful guest. First of all, I'm obsessed. Okay, I read all this. I would listen to you read the phone book, as they say. That's very nice. Anyway, I'm writing to ask you how to break up with my hairstylist. I started getting my hair done by my current stylist about six years ago, and I found her through a friend. I have a ton of empathy for my stylist because she lost her salon at the start of COVID Mm. and is now renting a chair elsewhere, and she hasn't been shy about her many hardships over the past two years. However... During this time, she's also gotten super inconsistent with my hair, which is Mm. why I'd like to go somewhere else. I've been one of those clients who schedules her next appointment at the end of her current appointment. So I've seen her consistently over the years. (laughs) She does all her own scheduling, so canceling and not rescheduling doesn't feel like an option. On top of all this, the friend who introduced me to her still sees her regularly. (laughs) Still sees her regularly. I love this. Still sees her regularly. So... I don't want to lie and say that I'm just taking a break from getting my hair done. My friend would absolutely rat me out to her stylist. Mm. At work and within my friendships, I'm typically straightforward and don't have an issue with conflict. But for some reason, this feels super personal and I'm scared to cut things off. Please don't use my name, XOXO. I so get this. I'm in the middle of like a whole New York turmoil because I have my LA person, Mark Slicker, who does cut my color and my cut. 
He is handsome. Unusual. The, unusual and an incredible stylist on top yeah. of it. But the old school people. In the old trained, days. Were trained to do both. Okay? Yeah, and they didn't make and, you pay for a blow dry either. And those who can do color and cut are always the best at both. Okay. Yeah. I've gone through, I've cycled through a lot of people in New York City. The last person I went to, names won't be mentioned, was a, was a, was a friend, of, an old friend of mine, Salon. The guy who cut my hair didn't know what he was doing. My hair, I mean, it's just growing out and it's just not even close to- And you have my, curly hair, so that's no joke. Yeah. Well, he was cutting yeah. it like it was straight. Well, that's He was cutting problem, it yeah. across. I yeah. said, no, cut into it. When you have to start directing a hair well, you person- you can't, no. If, I that's when you I need to get up and walk out. If I knew how to cut hair, I'd cut my own hair. And I yeah. did during the pandemic and it looked better than when he did it. Mm-hmm. The colorist was fine. So I'm going tomorrow night to a salon in the neighborhood. And this gentleman named Dan does, also does cut and color. I have a lot of, I, my expectations are high, but we'll see. But I understand that completely because I had the, I canceled two other people right before the holidays. who I, I the, the colorist and the hair person, I had to cancel both the cutter, whatever. I mean, I started cutting myself. I was so distressed by it all. No, (laughs) I mean, so I have a lot of empathy, but here's the bottom line. If the person isn't cutting your hair anymore and it looks like, I mean, they're not doing a good job and it looks like hell, you just got, you got to just back away. You got to go, I can't, I can't do it. I love you, but I've got to move on. And if, if they're friends, they're friends. If they're not, We've left a lot of stylists in the in the lurch and behind us. But you do on. say something. Do you, think? you I mean, have you, to say something? Or yeah. do you I just walk away? Sh- I think you should say something. I think if she feels this guilty about it and this uncomfortable, then she should just say, "Honey, it's just not working. I'm so sorry. I just I've got to I've, I've got to go in a new direction." That's all. You can't. We're not. We can't. How much? We can only be so responsible for what's happened during the pandemic. It's been terrible, but. You can't lose your focus when it comes to what you do, which is making somebody's hair look beautiful, especially yeah. if it's somebody you've been going to consistently. So and you supported them for two years during the pandemic. And I mean, okay, that's their, th- their thank you was a bad haircut. And I think it's, I do think it's tricky for hairdressers, either stylists or whatever you want to call them, artists, that that they can lose their edge and that they could, they are distra- if they're distracted, it shows in their work. Let's put it that way. By the way, I uh, love your haircut. Thank you. I go Anna. to Oscar Blondie. Do you? You come into yeah. the city? Yeah, of course. For, for cut and, I live for, in Marble, but I go to New York to get my hair done. I'm not a Cut in color? Yeah, of course. They do a really good job. You have super cute hair. Thank you, dear. So, but I did once have a, a colorist. And I gave yes. them, I did a three strikes rule with them. I did it uh-huh. to, you know, she knew she was losing her edge. Uh-huh. She since has become a crazy, crazy Trump person anyway. So I was, oh I had God broken up with her before then. Woo! So it doesn't, doesn't matter. But two times I went to her, it wasn't quite right. And the other thing with a colorist, if they're a good colorist is you can say to them, you know, this, I, I wasn't, and I wanted this a bit more, and this was really supposed to be more of a face frame, and how about a little more contrast at the root? And they say, come in on Tuesday, I'll redo it, whatever it is. that's right. If you are a person who colors your hair and cares about your hair, you know what you're talking about, it, and you say, it's just not quite there. And if they're good at what they do, I go to Tracy Cunningham in Los Angeles now, 
She, I have never, I've, I've repeatedly seen people come in, not because she did a bad job. She does the most gorgeous collie you've ever seen. Pardon me. But if someone comes in and it's not what they wanted, she, the reason I believe that she's still such a successful hairdresser after all these years as a colorist is because she absolutely believes that she's in a service industry and that if you're not happy, she's not happy. She may not want it the way you want it, but she wants you to be happy. So come back and she'll fix it. Hello? This person couldn't fix it. So on the third try, I said, that's enough of that. She knows it. I know it. So there's nothing to discuss here. I have came you, in have here. you tried Chaz Dean? Oh, if you want your hair to fall out of your head. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine using some, it's almost he's putting like schmaltz on your hair. Right. In lieu of washing it. Right. And, then, and then three months later, you wonder why you, your hair is coming out in clumps. Why the dogs in the neighborhood are following you around. Is what right. you're or, shit, or shitting on your, on your right. driveway. That's I right. don't think you have to say anything is what I'm saying. I think you could say to her, look, last time I was in, it, the layers were longer than I wanted, et cetera. You could give it one more try. And if the hair, you sort of do that thing when you leave, you kind of look at it in the mirror and you go, nah. And they know. They just yeah. know. They see you futzing with it in the mirror. All you have to do is switch the pot in front of them. And the whole relationship's over. You've already told them everything, <laughs> everything they need to know. Everything is implied. Yeah. Are you the sort of person who blows their own hair, hair out after they before they leave the salon? No, I can't blow my own hair out. You know those people that come in, I'll never understand oh, yes. as long as I live. They're, oh, like they're in a gym locker room. They think I'm oh, in a hurry. I don't know about this. What my, is this? They think I'm in a hurry. I just got my hair colored done, but I've got to get back to work. And they sh- throw their head over like they're in a gym uh-huh. locker room and they start <laughs> blow drying their hair like crazy and then they leave. Oh wow. my God. And you just think, wow, you didn't have 20 minutes and $75? What happened? I know. It's, yeah. it's weird. It's like a whole, it's very haughty. Right. It's very a lot funny. of arrogance. I mean, All right, it's very Sandra, funny. We've come to yes. the end of the show, but before we go, we give a little gift to one of the people who wrote in who we think deserves it the most. And deserve is maybe the wrong word, just who you have a feeling for it. It doesn't have to be the saddest person or the person with the hardest luck, just whoever you have a feeling who for. Whoever struck you. So to recap, uh, we have the person who's wanting to break up with their stylist. We would send that a, them a little something. We also have the person who's living in between the neighbors with the dogs. And we also have, uh, how do I announce my breakup on Instagram? Hands down the the, the uh, dog uh, situation. Fair enough. Me the most. I, thought, I thought it was the most straightforward. Yeah. Rana? <laughs> well, we're going to send them an electric fence, if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> One that zaps them, you know, the little... You know, what we could send them is a cute little sign that says no pooping on this lawn or no, you know. Sure. You know, they have, those little, they have those signs. It's a little dog with its little butt up making a poo-poo and it says, please don't poop here or something. Yeah, they do have those so, little ones. Yeah, and it's cute. Yeah. I think that would be a cute oh, gift. But that is so... That is next level passive aggressive. I don't think so. I don't think at all. The, I think the dog people are going to say, did you see what they put up? They don't want... Uh, do, let they them don't want all talk, coming over. I know, but they, they have to know it. Th- they have to know at this point that if they don't have a dog, that they're like, um... Uh, uh, maybe not anymore. I actually think that is sort of a good solution. It doesn't come across necessarily as passive aggressive as mostly just like, I've seen what's going on. Could you please stop it? Yeah, just or just say, hey, I know this was the thing. 
but we just don't, we don't have a dog and we don't want to like be the ones to the clean up. The reason I don't have a dog is because I don't want to clean up poop. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I love dogs. The reason I don't have one is because I don't want to bend over and clean up poop. All right. Come get this poop. Nate. So wait a second. You'll have to send me a link, Brian. I don't know what this is. This sign. Oh, yeah, you do. I'll send you a link of what that yeah. those things are. Yeah. All right. Sandra, Sandra Bernhardt. I wish we could be in Westport next weekend. I really me do. too. That would be oh, so fun. I'd love to see your comedy you will call, I will invite you when I get back. Maybe you'll come to Joe's Pub next December. Don't Absolutely. say maybe. Please don't. Also, if we ever what are the do, dates? what are the dates? I don't have the dates yet because I just had to postpone. I'll the, let Sisley. I'll let yeah. Sisley sit at my cabaret table with me. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, that would be so fun. He would go crazy. Yeah. Also, Sandra, I'm going to put it out there. You don't have to answer now, but if Ron and I are ever in New York doing a live show, we'd love if you oh. were a guest. If you were in town. I would love to. Fabulous. Oh, love to. Now we have to do a New York show. Just I know. Now that. we just got to get it on the books. Well, just wait Let's, until wait until the fall or wait until next December. And you can do it right before Joe's Pub. Oh, sure. Done, I'll be done shooting my team. We're we'll just around, do it at Joe's work Pub. Work around me. We're happy Why don't we to. just do it at Joe's Pub? We could do that too. Yeah. yeah. We'll be yeah. the like pre-pre. I have yeah. performed at Joe's Pub. It's fabulous. I'm I mean, sure there's it nothing is. like it. it nothing great. like oh, it. It's great. Yeah. It's yeah. great. They're wonderful. Yeah. This was so fun. So this fun. Far exceeds my wildest expectations, even though I already knew that I was going to love I think you, you. mean your best. lowest, your lowest expectations. <laughs> no, no. I have total faith in my daughter. I already loved it when she showed me. Both of you were just She endearing. sounds so fabulous. She I does sound say, pretty great. Well, that must be so rewarding to have a daughter that's so young and so cool. Meaning really she's is. smart and ha- she's wise beyond her years and has great taste, if I may say so. Yeah, you yeah. may. You yeah. may, and I'll be. I'm going to call her right after this because she wanted me to check in with her. Oh, and please, you can listen to Sandra Bernhardt all the time on Sandy Land on Sirius. By the way, I should just get that. Yeah, out there. yeah. yeah. So and you know what? There. Maybe I'll have the two of you on Sandy Land. We're waiting. Would adore it. We are okay. waiting by the Skype call. We're yeah. Waiting. Okay, we're going to get that together. We're going to turn that beat around, and then you know, turn the tables, and you can sit in the hot seat. Wonderful. Will you do us a favor. Let us know how it goes with the new hairstylist. Otherwise, we're going to get you a few names. Yeah. I will. A person can't. All a person has is their hair. I mean, really. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. If I lost every penny, I would go to my accountant in rags with holes in my sleeves and and <laughs> in only socked foot. And I would say, I still need that money to get my hair done, no matter what. Whatever it is, that would be the I got to make it work. Sure. I can move into a studio apartment. I can do whatever you need me to do. I can share the studio with, with these dogs that aren't stopping on the lawn or whatever it is, but I've got to get my hair done. Sure. I've got to. Well, there it That's is. That's really where it's at. You two All right, are dear. a delight. Delight. Thank you, Sandra. Mwah. Mwah. Love, 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 kiss, love, love. Kiss. Kiss, oh. kiss, love, love. All right, dear. Oh, God. Was that talking I mean, an icon? Are you kidding me? My favorite was how furious. She said, I don't give a shit. That was so was. great. And then I love that we realized it was two lesbians, not, and that was even funnier to me. Because it was a real watershed. I mean, she she sort of like deflated. I mean, it was my fault for, but I thought I had read something, to be fair, I thought I had read something before in the brief that implied, or when I read the the letter originally that implied that it was a male. So You're I not in hot water, Ronna. to everyone involved. You're I'm fine. always in hot water, but you know what? That's where I have to live. I have to learn how to tread water in hot and water. And you know what? It's fine. No one's mad. Okay. Here we go. You ready, Ron? I haven't read a cliffhanger yeah. in a while, so I'd like to do it if that's all right with you. 
now that you've had wow. other people do it, do your business for you. Oh, that's true. I did make, let Mitch do your job for a minute. Dear uh, Ron, I have mm-hmm. to tell you, I'm having a lot of fun being back in the carriage house with you. I hope that's all right. I hope I'm not being too personal. By You're not being it. too personal, Ron. I, I needed to hear it. I'm crossing the professional line. I needed to hear it. I needed to hear it. I've really been missing you the last I've been missing weeks. you and too. I'm sure, and I'm sure the audience has also been missing us together, but I want them to know I've been missing us together. Well, all I'm seeing is Tony this, Mitch that. Oh, well, that's all I'm seeing is Tony this, Mitch that. I don't know, Ronna. There's got to be some changes. Look, when you go, you're out, you're trying to win an EGOT. What can I do? Hold you back? I'm trying to be sure, supportive, right, but also trying to get you in here at the same time. So, all right, read this because then I'm going to get go. out of here. You Baby got it. Steve needs me. Dear Ronna and Brian, longtime fan and Patreon, they wrote Patterson member here. Oh. They're excited about the Batman. Yeah. I've been- <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to your ah. podcast since the beginning. and I I'm can't... excited about the Batman. Yeah, sure. Who isn't? Yeah. I've been listening to your podcast <laughs> since the beginning, and I can't believe it's taking me this long to submit a question. I desperately need some advice. So I'm going to jump into it. I'm going to be 30 years old in June, and I've been getting over a semi-recent Uh-oh. breakup. I know. Yeah, this is not good. Semi-recent breakup for my partner of, over, of five years. I live in my hometown and in an urban area with an up, up incoming. They wrote up dash I N C O M I N G with an. You know, that's kind of funny because it's one of those things that could mean the same thing. Sure. The income is going up of the people in the area. And because the area is being improved, up and coming, dear. Up incoming slash and coming downtown scene. Yeah. Yeah. Over the past year, I've been cautiously socializing more when the country isn't experiencing a spike of COVID cases and specifically hanging out with a new group of people that live in my neighborhood. I was initially attracted to them because they're all transplants with similar interests who take COVID safety pretty seriously, which makes me feel comfortable socializing with them. The bonus is that I feel like I finally get a fresh start with them because this social circle doesn't include people from my high school. Okay. About two weeks ago, my childhood best friend and her boyfriend moved into an apartment down the street from me. I've remained friends with them over the years, despite growing apart due to changing interests. I will always love these friends, but the truth is that we don't have much in common these days. I've made an effort to invite them over when possible, but our schedules rarely align. Lately, when I've caught up with my friend, she's been giving strong hints that she wants me to introduce her to my new group of friends. I've tried to make it clear that they're more of acquaintances, and then I try to change the subject because I'm not sure how else to respond. The truth is, I really don't want to mix my friend groups because that's backfired countless times in the past. I stay in touch with a lot of people, but they're all very different and they rarely have much in common. Mm. I found past friend introductions to be very stressful because I end up being the mediator. My biggest problem is that this friend of mine gets jealous and very hurt when she hears or sees that I've hung out with other people. This is one of the primary reasons I deleted. This is one of the primary reasons I deleted Instagram three years ago. Wow. I find this to be very unfair. That's intense. No yeah. kidding. I find this to be very unfair considering she's in a committed relationship and hangs out with her own friend group. I know she just wants to be included and wants more girlfriends, but I don't want to blend my new friends with the old simply because I feel like I finally had a fresh start with some people and I don't want to worry about my friends bringing up the past me when I'm trying to move forward. This may seem like an irrelevant detail, but I'm also secretly oh, afraid. Oh, sure it doesn't. Yeah, no kidding. I'm also secretly afraid. It's the afraid. only detail. Yeah. This is this is the 
the yeah. the, 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 the thesis the right sandwich. here. Correct. Yeah, exactly. This may seem like an irrelevant detail, but I'm also secretly afraid that my old friends will get drunk and say and do something embarrassing like they've done in the past. They tend to get pretty messy, and I don't want to babysit anyone when I'm trying to have a fresh start. I would really love some advice on how to navigate navigate these conversations. Mm-hmm. Like a Navajo blanket. Yeah. Exactly. With my old yeah. friends. I want to be kind and I don't want to lie. I'm just trying to live my life without feeling guilty. Please help. Sincerely. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to live my life without feeling guilty. Get in line, dear. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. All right. So we're <laughs> going to answer that. Patreon.com slash askrana. You should be you should be so lucky to be part of such an exclusive group that you, five dollars gets you in. I can't. Yeah, it's making me crazy that it's five dollars. I mean, I can barely I afford toilet paper now. The way the prices have gone up. We in the last have been on the, the prices yeah. are changing at the pumps, and honestly, probably with the pumps for high heel shoes. Yeah, but they're not changing in the carriage house, and you no. strike while the iron's hot to get that deal. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. I hate to tell you. Yeah. Uh, I adore you, dear. I had such a blast today. I can't I even believe it. So it feels much. like it was a dream. I can't believe it even happened. I can't believe it happened either. Yeah. It, was, it just felt like Fever a dream. Totally. It felt like a, a reunion that the world was waiting for. Askgranacoffee.com for the coffee. Negrana.com for the Negrana, which we sent to Naomi, by the way, who said she was converted and absolutely loves it now, but I didn't see a video. I didn't see a video. Well, boy, but she wouldn't make a video of Rona. She's very self-centered. Well, she's get, getting very famous now, so she, she can't is, just do a video for everyone. Yeah, yeah. she's serious, regular, yeah. or mythic yeah. She's right. All I'm saying is she's very- yeah. Well, very, she's writing she's, that show also. And she's, she's writing, writing it too. She's show, doing yeah. it all. So- uh, I adore you. I'm so happy to be in the carriage house together. I can't wait for next week. We have so much fun stuff coming up. So everybody stay tuned. And I'm just warning everyone I'm back in the lab. I'm just warning them. Well, you're not. I hope we're not coming out with a line of cigarettes, Rama. You know what? (laughs) American spirit, X, ask Rana. Sure. But they should be capris. Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, well, 100s. Yeah, Yeah. of course. Capris and 100s. I can't think of anything more glamorous. Though once we do Lady Glickman and uh, Mrs. Glickman and Lady Brian, we'll probably have to do a cigarette holder. That's true. We're going to have to At least a case. That's true. Yeah. I'll be tapping my cigarettes, but I won't ever be. I'll always be waiting for someone. The shot will be you lighting my cigarette, and then they'll cut back, and I won't be smoking. Perfect. All right, dear. I adore you. I adore you. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss, Rana. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.